All right, welcome back. We're on episode 10. It's our 10th episode of the Rising Tide podcast with Kyle and Riley. Uh, today we've got on a very special guest, uh, Michael Lloyd, Thanks voice of an angel, <laughs> born and bred, Sydney Mines, Cape Breton, <laughs> local guitar guy, uh, local guitar and guy. legend in, in the bar scene. We're working and, on the legend and right the service here. scene. Um, also, lead guitarist of Farewell Town? Is that? I guess you would say front man. Um, I, me and uh, Jordan LeBlanc split okay. the guitar duties, so cool. I'm kind of half the lead guitar player, but half not, which okay. is kind of nice. That's all right. But, That's yeah. all right. A little duo. A little duo. Yeah, yeah, we know a little bit about that. So. <laughs> uh, it works. It works well. Yeah. So, Michael, thank you so much for coming on. We're, uh, we're in Dirty Nellie's, uh, an iconic bar in Halifax, as everybody knows, and uh, we're super, super thankful, super lucky that uh, they're letting us film here. Uh, it's a place that's near and dear to my heart, for sure. Had a couple of nights here. I know Riley has as well, and so is Michael. So uh, we're stoked to be here, yeah. and uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. So, uh, Michael, just kick it off. to Tell us a little bit about yourself. Give I mean, us the, you, the you, elevator pitch. <laughs> you did, a, you did a pretty good job getting me in there. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, good. But, just uh, takes the mic off. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, that's, that's all I need to do now. Cool. Yeah, uh, born and raised in Sydney Mine in Cape Breton. Uh, Started playing guitar when I was 10 years old. Started doing it as a job professionally, quote unquote, um, when I was 14. Kind of playing in the local Cape Breton scene, mm -hmm. uh, and then eventually moved to uh, to the big city of Halifax. <laughs> you know where we used to do our big summer trips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting your back to school shopping done here in this right. area, but uh, I was happy to kind of move up here and. I kind of landed a gig with uh, a couple couple different guys, uh, in one one band in the cover scene, and then I, I kind of lined up some stuff with some original country acts, because mm -hmm. I've primarily been a, a side guy, kind of been like the lead guitar player, backup vocal guy, sure. um, and did that for, still, I mean, I'm still doing it, but so do I've been doing that for kind of 12 years, mm -hmm. and then kind of halfway through that, you know, I had to start kind of singing on my own and fronting my own shows, and so I've kind of been living a, a double life in, in one sense. <laughs> um, nice. And then uh, went to school here, went to St. Mary's, cool. uh, did a, did a degree in marketing, right. um, and then just kind of stayed here and been working working at it ever since. And since then, we've uh, in 2020 formed with uh, with Farewell Town, which is kind of my new country project that we're cool. that we're working on and putting stuff out with. right yeah. yeah well i saw you guys got uh one of your one of your songs was on the top top 10 top we so there's a couple different charts we had yeah. we had our first single uh let's be crazy come out in mm -hmm. april of 2021 um and that went top 100 across canada yeah. like on the canadian radio uh tracks reporting that's great uh and then we had that same song also be in the top 30 of the East Coast countdown. Sweet. Or the East Coast top 30. I get them all mixed up. There's, there's, a, there's, a, couple, like there's, there's a couple. There's a couple charts. Yeah, yeah. And then that one went up as far as into the top 10, and it was there for awesome. a few weeks. So, yeah, that was the first single. And then we had another single come out uh, with a, a girl from Ontario, Elise Saunders. That was a, a kind of a duet ballad thing. And then just recently we released uh, our last single, which was We've All Been There. That's kind of our fun party, upbeat tune. And Sweet. now we're working on more stuff. Unreal. Yeah. 
Is uh, is is music your full time job? Like this, this is it. This is it. Yeah. So how long have you been a full time at it? Like, because you said you had a marketing degree. What yeah. Was kind of the yeah. Answer? So I still I still played music the entire time. Uh, you know, have been marketing and, and promoting myself right. since I was fourteen. So the last twelve years now, I've been. This has been my full time job. Full time job. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously you're a legend here in Halifax. So. <laughs> Uh, we, I think every, Whether you think it or not. Yeah, I mean, every, I think we've got to cover a few big events, and every event you're like, oh, there you guys are again. <laughs> These guys are sticking their camera on my face again. True, but, true, but yeah, no, yeah. it's uh, seeing you just kind of like, I've only got to know you in the last year or so just from seeing you at events. And yeah. Just seeing how big you've starting to grow across the city is, is exciting, right? Like, yeah. you, you recognize your hat everywhere you go. You can you walk into a bar and instantly know instantly know who's up on, on the pipes. But, uh, but yeah, um, well, I don't know how to segue that. What? Well, I think, I mean, I've also, I've worked in the bar scene, so I've known about you a little longer. Um, we've, I first really got to know you when we were doing uh, the live streams during, during COVID. Yes. Um, uh, right here. Yeah. Right here yeah. at Nelly's. And I thought that was a really cool experience. And I know that um, since then you have done some live stream on your own. Like what it, how has that been kind of learning that, uh, that avenue for, for getting your music out there and, and what have you learned from that process it was definitely something i wasn't ready to take on right. uh but i took on to it really fast pretty much like the first the first week that that uh you know the, everything's shut down mm -hmm. like that i think it was that wednesday or that tuesday when everything shut down and that saturday night right i did a live stream yeah. and it was my first one you know still still working out the kinks yeah. i think i think you can always move forward and that's that's to be said with any any business, right. any idea, for sure. you can always move forward. Um, so, you know, I just like, okay, I need a camera. Mm -hmm. I need to figure out how to get the sound that we use with the band or, you know, with, I think it was me and Jordan that played the first live stream together. How do we make that sound happen into the computer and broadcast it to Facebook right. and, and to YouTube and right. to Instagram? Like, how do, how do I do these things? Mm -hmm. So that first week, it was like 12 hours every day staring at a computer Supporting. screen. like <laughs> yeah. YouTube University. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it was tough. Uh, but, you yeah. know, I did, I did every week. I did it once a week during uh, the, the entire pandemic while things were shut down. And it was like kind of my like social outing. I got to okay. go out. Like I got to connect with, For sure. with the fans and, you know, meet some new people through Facebook. Right. You know, someone mm -hmm. shared it to their their aunt Betty and right. Well, I mean, you know, at, at the time, like there was nothing to do. So everyone was kind of yeah. looking for an outsource of something to just entertain them. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure finding exactly. that like Chris sound to push out. So it's not just background bar music, right? Like yeah. it's hard to, it was, would have been a tough challenge to, to yeah. overcome. Right. And, 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 and like, we were really happy once we finally got it, but it took some time to, to really, to really dial in. And you know, each week we, I would finish watching the, like playing the show and not answer people for like four hours because I would go in the in my bedroom, put headphones re on, it. and rewatch it. Yeah. Like, okay, did it glitch there? Is there in it, or, you know a strong, strange or strong internet connection yeah. in certain places? Like, so it was interesting. So uh, every time we did a, a live stream, I was like, everyone disconnect their phones from Wi-Fi. We need to have the strongest internet signal. You know? Yeah. Call Elon. Get the Starlink going. Like, we need it now. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, like, and we're we're in this space of videography and when um, you guys reached out for me to help with the live stream, like I'd never done a live stream before either. So right. I like 
Even my, me, I was MacBook like, Air. how do I do this? I brought my like 2012 MacBook Air. Like, I was, I mean, and it, and it worked. And, it was New Year's know, Day? Was that, was that New Year's Day? I think, I think so. It, it was. was. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, huge respect for some, like something that's completely out of your wheelhouse. Like, you put the work in and you made it happen for yourself. And, I mean, obviously, like, COVID has forced us all to pivot a lot. And yeah. I, like, just... Bravo, because even someone like who has a decent understanding of how everything works, it, it was still a challenge for me to get yeah, to get this up and running. And there's a lot of kinks and a lot of stress, but yeah, it, it's been awesome. And like you said, being able to connect with those people, like uh, watching the messages go down the live stream was just like there's people all over Canada watching, yeah. people typing their stories about. Oh, I remember I saw Michael at this bar in in 2012, and like just it, it was awesome. It was yeah. something that I think some people really needed and something that people had to look forward to mm -hmm. when, when they couldn't go out. So uh, it, it was really cool. And Have you played other in many other cities other than Halifax? Is it? Played quite a bit. Yeah? Yeah, with, uh, you know, I mean, Halifax is kind of like home base for, for me sure, now. For sure. And, and uh, in the in the winter winter months and, and kind of some of the fall months, it's a pretty much product. Pri wow, I can't even speak right now. <laughs> I, I like primarily play in the bar scene, right. mm -hmm. um, but during the summer we'll we'll do like festivals and stuff. So we have yeah. quite a few festivals lined up for the band in the summer. Festivals are back, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, but Great. we we also we we toured with the band last year mm -hmm. uh, in the Maritimes because that was all that we were allowed to do. Right. So you know we played in Fredericton quite a bit. Uh, we played in just outside of Moncton, uh, but I've. I've traveled. I've played across Canada. Which have you ever played on the the boardwalk in St. John? I haven't played the boardwalk in St. John. I've, St. John, I've, right? yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah it's a good. Yeah, we we were just there. We were there for work a few months ago, okay. and we were like, "This isn't. This is unreal." Like Halifax needs something like this, right? Yeah. Like just like a common area for bands to play and people yeah. sit on the patio. Cause yeah, I mean, I it's literally the only street. It's like a hundred <laughs> meters. That's the only. Sorry, St. John. It's the only good <laughs> part about St. John. But it's it would be absolutely. Have you been to the bar cage? The Barcade? That, that, I mean, in St. John? Yeah, there's a... No, what we, we went we, to Woodchucks. Woodchucks. Yeah, Woodchucks. Oh, there's an the awesome... Axe-throwing uh, bar that turns into well, a You're, like, asking bar. the service, like, so, like, where's the place to go? Like, it's a Friday night. They're like, oh, the, the Axe-throwing bar is, like, the place to go for sure. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's crazy. Yeah. They take the new? axes away, though. They take the axes away at 9 o'clock. So. Oh, okay. There's no yeah. axes flying at, like, I, at like 11. I but suppose. Yeah, <laughs> it would be uh, bad. But yeah. The reason I kind of segue that way is uh, just because I'm assuming doing the live streaming, you're reaching a whole new audience that's never really got to see you before. Yeah. So, I mean, that's obviously a blessing to um, the live streaming avenue that you had to take. Um, is that something you're going to continue doing? Or you think that's now that festivals and everything are kind of coming back you'll kind of die off from that um i think i think to some to some extent we'll still i mean maybe not as frequently do the live streams right. because they, it does take a ton of work it's to uh mm -hmm. as you know like to just to set up the live stream is well it's a whole other added level of stress too right yeah. it's just like you're not just sitting playing the music you're not worried like are these all recording like the whole like you're wondering right yeah. like so so i think we won't do it as often i think i'll still try and like reach out to you know some of the people that don't get the chance to come out as much or mm -hmm. uh, I, I know now on Facebook like you can do like a, uh, a ticketed event online so if really? you know we wanted to add a little bit more of a bonus kind of sure. to, to tuning in so we might do something like that um, but I'm kind of hoping that we're going to start reaching our audience at the live shows right. and you know I think with our songs being out across across the, the country on different radio stations people are kind of getting a, a hold of us 
that way right. in one regard. Uh, but it's going to be the festivals, like when we play a show and then we're in the tent mm -hmm. and you're coming over and we're getting to actually meet the people yeah. and yeah. taking photos and that, that's, that's kind of what it's all about. And I'm, I'm a people person, so sure. I, like, I, like, I like seeing yeah. people in yeah. the flesh versus yeah. you know, seeing their name in a comic. For so. sure, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a whole, whole other added element, right? Yes. You kind of have to be, right? It's yeah. Like, and I mean, I, you're not, I don't know if you would consider yourself to be in like the service industry, but you, I, I think that you kind of are. Like you're, yeah. you're delivering a product to people. It happens to usually be in a bar. So it's yeah. like, you, that kind of situation, you just, you got to love it. Otherwise it'll, it'll wear you down. Yeah, time, right? absolutely. So, I'm sure there's two sides to that. Cause like often I'm sure where you're in the bar, um, you're getting requests, like drunk people yelling at you, telling them to play certain songs. Like, you don't get that over the live stream, right? So, like, there's there's that <laughs> silver lining to, like, to... Uh... I'm pretty deaf, though, so you <laughs> yeah, really you, go. you really got to know exactly what you're screaming. You got to scream pretty loud, because <laughs> I'm that, not going to hear it. Is that something you get often? Are the people usually screaming requests? Uh, or? You know, I kind of built a, built a bit of a show that I think uh, when people come out to see me now, that they're not, not that they're expecting certain like mm. expecting like a, a set set list because i never keep the same set list but there are songs like there there's some songs that i've kind of taken my own mm. spin on and For put sure. my own life to For sure. that yeah. people almost like they're almost disappointed um the one that comes up the most often is purple, purple. rain yeah, yeah. Knew that <laughs> was yeah. um and it's like i didn't write it <laughs> prince wrote it <laughs> Who? You did? <laughs> <laughs> and people forget oh. that. <laughs> yeah, right. But I've, I finished a show some one time and, you know, it was a bit of a chiller afternoon or something. And, you know, I, I'm very much someone that likes to read the crowd, you know. If For it, sure. It, you know, I don't want to go up there and belt out Purple Rain if everyone's like, it's three in the afternoon and people are... <laughs> Just finishing some soup. They're like eating an eggs, Benny. Yeah. yeah. yeah nobody's like, screaming along with you. And yeah. I, you know, I've had instances where people come up and they're like, "You didn't, dude. You didn't. You didn't do this. You didn't do the thing." Yeah. You didn't do and the I'm thing. like, "Like it's a secret." Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got three other shows today, though. Come on after those, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Maybe but, get, don't come to the matinee if you want to hear the bang, yeah. the bangers, right? But now I've now you know that that one is is one that just kind of has to happen yeah. so is there a story behind that at all like how did that start do you just like yeah oh there's there's yeah. a there's we can do the the cole's note version of it yeah uh, that's fine because <laughs> that's we could write a whole novel on that song if, if we wanted okay to. okay that, that'll be episode 11 there we go just one episode um that song uh was one that i mean just to kind of give you a bit of a background my my father's like a country, more of a you know old fifties, mm -hmm. like Merle Haggard, more, more tangy, uh, yeah, yeah, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. He listens to that stuff. My mom's more of an an eighties gal, where you know was listening to Bon Jovi, Def Leppard. But I mean, I kind of fell in the middle of it all, mm -hmm. and uh, I like all of it. Uh, but Purple Rain was one of these songs that uh, I'd always been a Prince fan because of getting introduced to 80s music right. and uh, one of the interesting things for me was, was was coming to find that song and introducing it into my set I thought like when I started to play it I was like oh this isn't going to be the big go over song right. I thought for it was sure. just going to be it's no wagon wheel right it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Wonderwall <laughs> play, play Wonderwall yeah play Wonderwall I thought it was going to be a pretty chill you know 
there's a cool solo at the end. Yeah. Obviously, since then we've kind of made it a bit bigger. Right. Um, but I uh, I was coming home from a gig one night and wasn't uh, was kind of down and out about my about my gigging situation and it wasn't too happy and I was like you know maybe I'll try and find some other means of of doing music right and it was pouring rain out you know kind of like that classic movie scene like if it if there's a sad thing happening in a movie it's raining, it's raining. for sure <laughs> and yeah. it's dark and it's dark mm -hmm. so i'm i'm We've all seen the notebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some quotes for it? No. <laughs> I do. I'm just leaving it be. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not baiting myself out here. Seen that, movie, seen that movie too many times. Um, yeah, I was coming home from a gig and and you know just really dialing out about music. In the song, that, that song cuts in on the radio, and it was just at the solo section, and I was just like, I just had like full body chills, and I'm like, there's a reason why that song just came on. I just got them right now. <laughs> and. I went home that night, and I was just like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing music." Like that solo, like, kind of hit me a different way, and I find when I play that song, kind of lose myself and just kind of let, let that music be part of the moment and uh, try and let, you know, everything that's kind of going on in your life be separate, especially during that that, that song for me is 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 kind of my let go moment, and uh, kind of integrated it into the show and it, it blew up. How do you know when to whip it out? I said, whip pardon? The song. How do you know when to whip the song out? <laughs> cut, cut, yeah. Cut. yeah, how do you know when to whip the song out is what I guess um, we should say. But. Late, I mean, now it's kind of it's the end of the night mm -hmm. song. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been other times where people have been pretty adamant. And again, when, when you're drunk <laughs> and you're persistent and scream really loud to play that song, those are like that's the combo that I kind of have to take it out early yeah. and make that song happen right away. But read the crowd. Usually, yeah. usually that's kind of the end of the night, you know, and it's kind of like the farewell. See yeah. you next time. And, For sure. And sometimes yeah. it goes over. <laughs> On the counter oh. side of that, what's like your least favorite song to play? Oh jeez, I don't really know. No, I don't. I I guess if you just don't enjoy playing, you don't play it. I'm assuming. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And that that was kind of one of the things that when I started my show, um, especially building it, especially in the city, was there are so many musicians and so many good musicians that you really have to differentiate yourself and, and, and make, it, make it work for you. Mm -hmm. and, and at the end of the day, like, you're not going to be able to, to please everyone. Right. Like, my, one of my favorite songs is the Brothers Osborne song, I'm Not For Everyone. And, like, I hold that so true to me. Mm -hmm. Like, not for everyone. But I want to try and, you know, play the songs that people are going to like, but also songs that are going to resonate. hit, you, hit yeah. different for me. For sure. Um, so I try to not play songs I don't like. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so I don't really have the answer for that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, and yeah. that's fair. That's, and that's kind of, that is an answer in itself. Yeah, that it's like, sure. if, why would you play it if it's not, mm -hmm. if you're up there just kind of cringing the whole time you're yeah. belting it, right? Well, like, I feel like, and I'm the least musically inclined person maybe on the planet, but um, I feel like music is really, like you put it, you get out of it what you put into it, and I think if you're playing songs that you don't like or you don't, don't resonate with you, like the, the crowd can feel that. Yeah. And I think that that really illustrates on the flip side when you're talking about Purple Rain and you had this experience where it was sort of this like maybe epiphany moment or 
just a song that really resonates to you and you lose yourself and, and you kind of are just in the music in the moment yeah. and I think that I've never like I never thought about this that way before but like when I hear that song granted it's I'm usually a little buzz whatever but like like I I can feel that like yeah. thinking back like I've lo been lost in that moment yeah. listening to you play that song yeah and it, I think it it really just shows that like it comes through in the music yeah, and that's yeah, why thanks. people love it so much yeah. I think is because they get to feel a little bit of that as well along yeah. with you and you it's just a you feel connected a little bit yeah. so that's really interesting I never yeah, one, one I never of the, really thought about that one of the things that, cool. that I always say like you said like you know I'm in the service industry I also call I also call it my I'll quote my drummer on this Scott Musgrave from home and home and Balls Creek he says we're in the relief business yeah. Uh, and, and I didn't quite understand it right away, but usually when people are coming out to see live music or they're coming to a bar, mm -hmm. they're coming out to be relieved from something else. For sure. So, you know, sure. you had a bad day I'm of it that way, yeah. and we're relieving you by giving you some good tunes and giving you some good emotions. Yeah. You know, getting yourself a good drink. Right. Uh, maybe get, get, a, get, a, get a good couple bites, but you know, of those people that had a bad day, that could have been... That could have been a lawyer. That could have been a doctor. That could have been a patient of the doctor mm -hmm. at the same place. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of, you know, responsible to kind of just, you know, music has been kind of a, a universal language for so long. For sure. And just to see all different people of all different types of situations come out and kind of gather and be in unity, yeah. you know, there's nothing more like I love playing uh, Stand By Me by Benny King. Uh, that song is like everyone knows the words yeah. or they can hum hum the words so i love playing that at you know at midnight and everyone's holding each other hugging each other <laughs> smiling maybe crying but yeah. it's one of those things that like you see everyone kind of come together mm -hmm. so it's awesome. music super powerful and really sure. cool in that really, way as well really awesome. yeah and and that's something we've been missing the last two years right it's just that the camaraderie that you get in the bar scene right like it's it is about going out and partying and having and having drinks but like those moments where you're connecting with strangers screaming yeah. lyrics and music like that's something we've been yeah. missing the last two years even when you know you do you do songs like don't stop believing and banger the, the <laughs> classics the, yeah. cr the crowds yeah. are just, the crowd just screams it and you're yeah. like okay there's a reason why this yeah this has been like a timeless song and yeah. you know this is why my our parents have loved it and why even like your grandparents would love it and why like future generations will love yeah. it. It's just, mm -hmm. there's, there's something about those songs that like really connect people yeah. and they just like transcend generations yeah. for some, whatever reason. Yeah. Everyone's got a connection to it. And that's the thing with music, right? It's, it's timeless, right? Yeah. It's like if you, there's songs that really resonate for, you may not understand, even understand any of the references that are going on in the song, but 100%. they're still resonating in some yeah. way, right? Yeah, you find exactly. a way to connect on a, on a personal level with yeah. it, right? It's, it's crazy. Um, was there someone who like inspired you to kind of go into the music route? Yeah, I've had I've had a couple different avenues. Uh, my my mom's my mom's late brother uh, played in the music scene a little bit in Newfoundland, um, so he's pretty much the only musical person in in like on both sides of my family. Really? Um, my father always had a guitar at the house, mm -hmm. played, played a few chords, but like never really dove deep into it. And then uh, uh, a teacher, uh, Dave McCall, he was a, a guitar instructor, 
he's also a, a school teacher. Right. But uh, I went to his lessons for, for a few years just before he passed. Um, and it was, you know, he really influenced me to kind of take, take lead and, and play music. And then obviously you have kind of your, your idols that, right. I, that I, I, I took to. And a lot of those are like 80s, like 80s rock guitar players mm-hmm. I love. Even though, you know, I still love like a lot of the, you know, playing country, country, country music. Country we, we, I, I love a lot of the country players, but some of the big players for me were like Richie Sambor from Bon Jovi and Neil Sean from Journey, uh, Steve Lukather from Toto, like three bands that I love, but mm-hmm. like their guitar players specifically I love even more. Mm-hmm. Just very different different styling and trying to combine that with the way that I play and that's been kind of, I guess, my influences right. for, for music. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, what was it like with the first instrument you wanted to play? Like if you're, you didn't grow up in like a musically inclined house, was it just kind of you went on your own avenue to find that? or? Um, my mother... She's going to have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but <laughs> my mother signed me up for guitar lessons when I was like six or seven. Okay. And I was nice. like, no, <laughs> guitar is stupid. I want to play piano. Whatever. <laughs> seven, seven-year-old kids do their thing, right? right yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she's like, all right, well, we'll sign you up for piano. And I hated it. I absolutely hated really? it. Um and like three years later, two years later, I was like, I want. I think I want to play guitar, because yeah. it was my own decision. Then. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like yeah. my mother telling me like you have to eat your crust. I was right. like, I'm eating the crust. I'll eat the crust. So I'm think, grown boy. Yeah. <laughs> eating that crust. Yeah. Whole grain bread too. Playing this guitar. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. Um, so I, I, I think it was just kind of my own. Yeah. You know, obviously some kind of influence somehow, right. some way. Uh, but then it was just, yeah, I think I want to play guitar, and I did, and, you know, I, I would lock myself in my room with my lights off and learn how to play guitar in the dark Okay, was, was a big thing. Okay. Second nature, right? It's, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I would leave the lights on, figure out where, like, a D was and where a G was and where, all these, like, you know, the basic chords, and then I would shut the lights off and be like, figure it out, right. and, and I would do that. I would skip over breakfast when I was going to school, like, I would play, like, three minutes before I had to run to school, uh, and at lunch, come home, practice, not eat, <laughs> go back, Damn. leave, come home from school, like, try and finish my homework while I was at school, right. so that when I got home, I would play right until supper time, go upstairs, eat, and run back downstairs, play until I had to go to bed, and that was... That was kind of like my practice habits too mm-hmm. when I first started. So, yeah, no, when you're passionate about something, it's crazy how quickly the appetite just takes mm-hmm. backseat, right? Like, it's there's yeah. times where we'll be sitting at the desk and it's like, we should probably eat something today. <laughs> like, you're sitting, you're dialed into something. Yeah. And I mean, and you really get to hone those skills too, right? Yeah. Like, and if you have the discipline at a young age to be able to, like, to know that it's like, right, I'm going to shut the lights off and just yeah. learn. And, like, yeah. obviously it's paid off because we wouldn't <laughs> be here having this conversation probably if not. But, uh, but yeah, um, that's 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 really cool. That's that's really cool. Yeah, it's um, been it's been a lot of fun so far. Can you play any instruments, Kyle? It's funny. I actually <clears throat> did the opposite of you. So I, I got signed up for piano lessons. Didn't like it. Ended up like doing after like a year and a half, and eventually convinced my parents to let me quit. And then, <laughs> well, I guess I guess it's sort of 
sort of the same, but I never asked to play piano. <laughs> Mom, I broke then, both my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then oh, no, I, I, same as you, I, I think I was like 10 years old. I wanted to learn how to play guitar, and then I went to lessons and hated lessons. So, um, yeah, I, I don't play any instruments. I took a guitar <laughs> class in university. That was pretty pretty fun. But yeah. uh, Bird course? Yeah, Do you play anything? Uh, no, my dad always said I couldn't carry a tune in a five-gallon bucket. So, like, <laughs> and, like I, I can't play any instruments at all. Um, I think I was a little scared, too. I'm <laughs> um, just, like, thinking you're, like, piano lessons. My sister was in piano lessons, and when I was young, I always was forced to go to her recitals. And, like, oh, I yeah. feel like sitting through those recitals was just, like, I don't want anything to do with this. Like, yeah. I just was, like, played hockey and just wanted to play hockey. And oh, no. sitting through, like, watching Christy have to, like, dress up and be stressed and playing these recitals for, like, three or four hours, it's just, like, I don't think I ever want just to do that. Just for your parents to watch. Yeah. So that's why I didn't take up dancing. <laughs> yeah. My sister was in dancing. I was okay. Like, I'm not, not I dancing. can't do that. Not no. <laughs> Turns out you wouldn't want a big guy like me dancing around, <laughs> doing Michael ballet. Michael yeah, ballet. Yeah. That, that's frightening <laughs> for everyone. Yeah, so I think we all found the correct path in our <laughs> lives, is to sum it up. But, yeah, I did a recital, and... God, I don't really On remember piano? it. Yeah, but I can't, like, I must have been so bad. <laughs> I must have been so Just bad. Ba, God bless ba, my black parents. sheep. <laughs> they're, they're so, they're oh, look, so and now good. I got Twinkle Twinkle Little Star coming next. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you didn't rip out the Beethoven the first time? No, I was no prodigy. Oh, it's it's sure. genius. No. Same as Riley. I just wanted to play hockey and... I thought guitar would be cool, but then I hated, like, structured lessons. So. And also, too, I'm, I'm left-handed. There was definitely a time when I was trying, like, younger, one of my cousins played guitar and was, like, I remember sitting down with her, just, like, her trying to teach me, and I'm left-handed. So I'm, like, holding the guitar backwards, and she's, like, I can't do this. Like, I, I don't know how to – you're not getting it. Like, she was trying to teach me right-handed, and I was, like, I can't control this hand the same way I control this hand. So. Did you just string it Fun fact. Way? Well, you could. I'm left-handed, too. Okay. And I play right-handed. There you go. Wow. Which is really weird. So okay. I'm just making excuses for no reason. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't I'm know. no Michael Lloyd. I know that I, much. I, but. I don't. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why I gravitated to playing because everything I do is left-handed. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's the worst when you're having to sign something, when you're writing on the back of a check and it's just smudge. Yeah. Yes. Or your all, test. All of this. Yeah. Okay. When yeah. you fail. When you fail a test and they're like. You, you got an F. It's like, yeah, but I smudged the words. It's actually an A. <laughs> yeah. You, know? yeah. Um, you always got to sit at the end of the table, too. With the left hand, there's a lot of stuff when you're left-handed, too, that you got to fact, start to factor yeah, you in. Have right? to, you'd have to sit over there if yeah. you were eating. Yeah, because if I'm sitting, we're, we're, Mike, Michael would be bumping we'd your arm be, the whole time, Oh, right? true. Yeah. 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 It's the little things. It's the little uh, things. Yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah, there are left-handed guitars, and I've even tried to play a left-handed guitar. I can't. Right. I can take a left-handed guitar and play it right-handed, like play the strings upside down. Wow. Not great, but like if I was in a if I was in a situation where I broke, if like my guitar got smashed, mm -hmm. and they were like, "We have a left-handed guitar for you to finish the gig," I I could get through. You're okay. Wow. You'd, be, you'd be singing a little louder though, right? You just. I would be singing louder. <laughs> there wouldn't be as many good guitar solos. Right. Yeah. But I get through. I mean, I'm, that's what we're here for—is the guitar solos. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Um, Gotta love the solos. Yeah, I mean, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Farewell Town because I think that's obviously something that you're you've been working on and something that's that's going to be huge for you guys. So just like take us through how that started and, and sort of what the plan for that is. Yeah. So uh, <coughs> January 2020 comes and uh, the band had been 
I've, I've played with all of the guys that are in the band now for quite some time. Right. But we're kind of looking for an outfit, you know, I guess a branding to, uh, to start doing some other work in. Because uh, we're all session musicians, so meaning that we've, you know, I got hired to play with different guitar with other other people as their lead guitar player. Mm -hmm. So like I've played played across Canada with guys like Aaron Pritchett or JoJo Mason, Chris Buck, uh, T.J. King, um, Andy Bass. I've played with. He's from New Brunswick. All all amazing guys. Um, and so we'll have all the other guys in the band, and we were just like. Let's group together, have kind of our own little outfit, mm -hmm. and and start and start pushing it out. And obviously, the first thing is the name. What are we gonna What are we gonna yeah. be named? And we had we had nightmare fuel, man. Yeah, yeah. Name. We're still not, We're still not sure about ours, but rising anyway, tide yeah. still may change. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, that was that was a that was the toughest part. I think was like, what 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 are we gonna be? Yeah, who and, are we? Uh, we had a much more poppier sounding name right. at the beginning, and then, and then I was just like, I think I think Shaky was like, why don't we just like go polar opposite and go goodbye town? I'm like, goodbye isn't ringing with me. Mm -hmm. Goodbye, goodbye is not the vibe. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what about farewell? Because like, we're all from small towns. Like I'm I'm from Sydney Mines. Yep. Uh, Jordan LeBlanc, uh, the lead guitar, other lead guitar player. Uh, it's from Glace Bay. Uh, our drummer uh, Sh uh, Scott Musgrave is from Balls Creek. Mm -hmm. So three of us from Cape Breton. All-time name. All name. Yeah. <laughs> Must be a terrible crew to drink with, I'm sure. Yeah. All and three then, Cape Bretoners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then and then wow. Shaky are Shaky are bass players from Memram Cook, New Brunswick. Right. Okay. So all small little towns, and we're like, let's 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 go Farewell Town because like we still want to go back to those towns. We're not mm -hmm. saying goodbye to those towns. Right. We're just saying farewell, and. Um, you know, with with best wishes, best wishes that, you know, the band will kind of go on and do its own little thing. So we grouped together, and then in March of 2020, we went to uh, just outside of Moncton to write and record the the first EP that came out just in October. Um, and that was so March 2020. We we're writing, recording songs, and like had to come back. Because uh, we were watching the news every night with the pandemic, and mm -hmm. so everything kind of got halted with the band for like a year and a half. Yeah, and then finally in in uh, October of 2021, we released the EP. Right. So it's still kind of fresh, yeah, but for, sure. for us, it's like we've we've known those songs for almost too long now. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but it's you know that's kind of been our journey is is going on and and you know writing songs. Uh, there have been a few other songs that. That we got pitched that we we're that we we're hoping to record and release. So now now we have some festivals coming up this year. We got some more songs coming out. Which festivals? Yeah, what are we? Let's plug away. Where do we? Yeah. Where do we go see you guys? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <coughs> we're gonna be over at uh, Churro Rocks the Hub. Sweet. Yeah. Country Rocks the yeah. Hub, not the rock, not the Rock the Hub, the Country Rocks the Country Hub. Country Rocks okay. the Hub. Uh, so we're gonna be opening for the uh, the Rec Laws. Oh, unreal. Um, and that's like a three day festival. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna be in Sydney this year uh, for another festival. Uh, I'm waiting on waiting on that to be confirmed. We're gonna be up in Barrie, Ontario, uh, for another festival. So everything's kind of yeah starting to come. The, the calls are just kind of starting to roll in because 
it's been with so much uncertainty of what the rollout plan is for for, for yeah, Canada. For sure. So now we finally have a bit of a plan, and it's uh, it's looking good. We're looking forward to kind of releasing you know mm -hmm. those songs, and we'll have more coming out. Farewelltown.com at Farewell Town Music. Nice. You know, nice. love that. Find find Not us. his first rodeo. <laughs> find us on those things. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music. You know, we, we yeah. stream on all those sure. services. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just now we're working on finding where we're where our radio traction has been, mm -hmm. and then finding if we can get in a festival in that same area, oh, and okay. then yeah, yeah. and then building it to also play more shows in that area. And, That's right. For sure. Um, yeah. You mentioned like the uncertainty. Have you found it difficult? I know myself, I find it difficult to get excited for things now. Like, do you still kind of feel that, like, like hindering kind of feeling? Like, I, I find, like, planning things months out now is just, like, so uncertain still. It's yeah. like we were talking when we first sat down about the mask being gone on the 21st, but it still feels like... Yeah, it's it, a that very big, like, will they be yeah. gone? Like, have you found it hard to get excited for things like that? Yeah, uh, it, it has been because... You, Historically, we've booked our year like a year and a half in advance. Right. Like, right. like we're we're twelve months to, to eighteen months booked in advance, yeah. and you know, being you know, you're being self-employed and, and and also trying to run a band, where you have three other guys that you're employing and, mm -hmm. and you know, trying to provide for, right. um, and to only be like, ah, well, it might happen in three weeks, and you're like. <laughs> I a couple years ago I would known that this was happening next year yeah. and six months ahead of yeah, time right. from that. Yeah. So it's been it's been like it's hard to get excited about about bigger things. Yep. Uh, you know I think now we're at this at this point we're just happy to like play music at any given time right. with each right. other because the last little bit it's been like solo performers or not not as many like band structured things For so sure. now now that we're finally able to play it's uh we played our first show uh just this past weekend and it was it was it was different it was yeah. different to be like guys we haven't played together in three months right so we we're shaking the rust off some songs and sure. yeah, it's, it's just like yeah it must completely change the preparation factor right like it does yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, just to give some context for our viewers and listeners, uh, Dirty Nellies is opening right now, so that's why you're going to hear some background chatter. But, uh, but yeah, sorry, just continue. That's nah, all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else would I want to ask you here, Michael? So, yeah, and you say about being, like, self-employed. Um, so I, what was that like shifting from hobby musician to I'm not coming to play f for free for you guys? Yeah. Like, what was that transition like for you? It was... It's kind of been like a, a long time learning curve, right? Learning, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, it started out where you know I'd go out and make a couple, like I wouldn't even make a couple bucks at first. It was like just getting my name out there and and, and being like, hey, I'm here, I'm present. Hire me, right? <laughs> um, and, and then it moved on to you know playing playing different different fundraisers, different events, like. Anything, anything right. that I could get my hands on, I was like, whatever I can get the experience. You want me to play bass for you tonight? All right, whatever. Yeah. As long as I'm playing. Get your face yeah. out there. Um, and then I started realizing, like, wow, this like equipment is really expensive. And then someone would be like, hey man, good job tonight. Here's twenty bucks. 
and like you know taking tips or from from musicians you know being like hey we're just going to cut you in on the paycheck and you're like oh wow and now you're like look at, you're going to the music store and you're like with this hundred dollars what am i going to buy <laughs> oh, and it was like strings. it was the upgrading <laughs> yeah. and and strings was a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, for a hundred dollars now, strings don't don't get very far. You can get a couple packs, but you know, it was like, okay, I, I want to upgrade to this, and upgrade to this, and you know, okay, I sing through this microphone now, but I want to sing through the two hundred dollar microphone. <laughs> how how many gigs do I have to do? Right. So it's been like a constant upgrade thing. Um, so that was like the big transition. Was like. The better gear you have, it's not going to make you a better player, a better singer, mm -hmm. but knowing that you have, you know, higher quality tools mm -hmm. is going to help enhance your product and 100%. your brand. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's been, I mean, that's right on par with what we've been doing too, right? Like yeah. it's, it's the reinvesting. It's like, we're not necessarily, you're making great money or you start to make money, like good money. And it's like, I can't, I'm not just making this. I got to reinvest this Yeah. so that I can make more money. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it, I mean, for us, I mean, obviously it's kind of a similar where we were in the creative industry that it's like it's hard to show your value um if, oh, i lost my train of thought there. it's hard to show your value um without actually having all the equipment so it's like to start out it and showcase that you're just showing up with one guitar as opposed to like your speaker or like you know like a, a crew yeah it's it's a big fluffing factor right and yep. um i think people that's, don't take you seriously if you don't have all that stuff right even if your skill your skill could be through the roof but if you don't show up with three cameras and lights and everything else. It's like, well, yeah. what did we pay all this money for? You yeah. Know? So yeah, it's, it's the same with, like I was saying earlier, the, all the equipment you guys have, it's There's when you guys roll in, people know that they're going to get a good show mm. and for better or for worse kind of. Right. Yep. It's, and yeah, I guess I, I was on that thought process. Like how has your, how have you been at uh, transitioning your value into pricing? Like how do you, gauge what you feel is fair value for what you're what you're doing Ooh, that's a good question love that yeah that's a good i like i was waiting for the showstopper <laughs> um nailed this i right. think i think it's been you, you look you look at what you want to do is is the first thing like how how do you want to perceive yourself to others like how do how do you want others to view what your show is right. um Building, then taking that as like the foundation and going, okay, well, I want a light show, or I don't care about a light show. It's more about me playing an acoustic guitar and connecting with the words or, you know, telling stories as a songwriter. Um, I think that there's, you know, a, kind of a weird, like, it, it, it always changes, I guess, mm -hmm. is where where i'm trying to go i'm glad that this question is difficult for you because it's still something we're trying to figure yeah. out too so it's yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, it's I think, so dependent yeah. Right? yeah people will probably come to you and say how much you charge for this and it's like well hold on a second <laughs> yeah what does that entail yeah. because you never know what you're going to walk into you never know what people's expectations are it's like yeah it's a crazy transition yeah. I, I mean i mean luckily like there are some things that like because of so much time that has passed on and I have been lucky enough to work with so many other people mm -hmm. that I've kind of started to figure out like, okay, well, like if I'm coming in to play like a private event or, or even just at a bar, like my, my first thing is like, I need good power. I can't have like, I can't be plugging things in and, and it just be fuses and, blowing yeah, fuses yeah. and dirty power happening because mm -hmm. that can 
the guitar is plugged in, so it's also connected to that electricity in a way. So if it's buzzing, how are people supposed to hear if my guitar is clear? Yeah. You know, if there's bad cables, you know, just little things like that. They all start to add up. So like good power is a is like one of the big things for for us. Um, but yeah, you you stumped me on that. Like <laughs> trying to you know. And that's fair because I don't know if there is a right answer. There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. It's just it's something that you kind of when you're self-employed and when you're doing something that's a little outside of the norm, how do you value that, yeah. right? Like, it's like, how, how do, what, what, what am I doing? How does it, how am I able to charge what someone else is doing if we're doing completely different things, right? Yeah, and, and I think, too, that every, like, I, I, I play, because I play in so many different venues, uh, probably the same, like, you get, get called for different things, different types of, uh, you know, video, um, you know, someone might want, you to do a podcast someone might want you to do a game like those are two very different things yeah. right so you know even me coming into play at say dirty nelly's is going to be different than me playing somewhere in cape breton mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere uh where they might not have like you know there's speakers here there's lights here so coming mm -hmm. into this show is a lot little easier versus yeah, sure. having to pack my car with my speakers right. and my lights yeah. well there's a difference between uh like providing the show and setting up the show right yeah like, and i'm sure like they've 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 got the the venue here for it right and mm -hmm. and the same way that we sort of you know company a versus company b is like if we're talking about we're doing something for coca-cola versus doing something for a local big eight it's like these guys <laughs> but it's the same thing it's like the coca-cola you're obviously going to charge more because that work is going to be way more valuable to them so like so you made the example of like if you work a bar here versus a random bar in cape breton like your value is a lot more here because the sales are higher yeah. there's more people listening you know like so you kind of have to calculate that way and, too right and i think going into that too like say we're ta we're just saying let's just take like marguerite for example i love the place not a lot of events are ha like there's not like a dirty nelly's in marguerite right. or even even in sydney there's not like a ton of bars to go sure. to there, there are some great bars the capri eh? <laughs> man my 19th birthday ever, going down those stairs <laughs> first i've never been i've never been so i've actually never been i've heard this i've heard the stories but i've, um, I've never been it's just the world i'm an own Appar runner. apparently i've been i just don't remember <laughs> right, of course yeah yeah the um, one and done but you know uh there's there's with being self-employed there's risk and you know are, are you willing to take the risk to go mm -hmm. hopefully right. like you said the, be kind of connecting i guess all of the all the points like building the fans in different places is like well, what's the risk you're willing to take like are you willing to pack up your car with you know eighty thousand dollars worth of gear and drive there and set up and play and tear down mm -hmm. and buy a hotel for the night right. sleep or sleep in your car or just drive back to the city right after. So, you know, you kind of include all of those things and like, mm -hmm. sometimes it's worth it, sometimes it's not, but that's like kind of, that's kind of the gamble. Yeah, and I'm, I'm assuming too that like, I know Kyle and I, um, we don't like, I, we don't live a very stressful life just being self-employed, but there's different stresses that come along with that, right? Like, yeah. that it's like, yeah, right, like we may spend a couple of days not doing any filming or editing, but then there's, then there's the end of the month and it's like, oh shit, like we need to make some money, right? Like there's, that driving factor that it's yeah. like okay well maybe 
maybe I will do this gig because I need to pay my bills, right? Yeah. So it's, it's hard to change when you're valuing yourself and moving forward and then realizing that not everybody else is seeing that value. So yep. you have to kind of slow it down, figure out what's going to pay the bills and kind of go back to yeah, that, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, luckily, um, you know, there's a lot, a lot of the bars, especially around the city too, have been great and can kind of like, they, they, they take care of you and... I think I think that kind of goes hand in hand because when I'm going and coming into you know here, right here at Dirty Nellies, I'm taking care of the people that are here that are here for live music, yeah, or maybe sure. persuading the people that weren't here for live music to be into live music, yeah, and now sure. they have a new favorite place to go. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think like it's one of those like you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, for sure. and 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 good relationships are are kind of one of the the biggest things yeah. and again now kind of coming towards the not the end of covid but living now with this this uh, our new our new normal is being back out with people and not live streaming where i can actually shake the hand of a manager yeah. and build that relationship yeah. and you know kind of bounce ideas back and forth with with other people For sure. and not be scared to go meet up with people yeah. In, yeah. in a public setting. Yeah, no, that's that's the big thing, right? It's, yeah. it's it's shifting back, which is nice. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know when it's been kind of getting more lenient as we go, but Kyle and I have shifted. Like, there was a time where we were doing all our meetings on Zoom, and it was like this: we weren't getting work. But then you meet in person, and you're landing jobs because people can tell that you're actually passionate yeah. about what you're doing, and you mean what you're saying. Right? Absolutely. It's, it's tough over, over over through a screen to really <laughs> relay that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, what else we want to talk about here? No. It's not live, how's so it, I can edit this stuff. How's it sound? Out. Is it okay with the background? Yeah. His face, he didn't seem confident in his answer. <laughs> oh, dude, no. Like, people are talking or something. Yeah, no, I know. It's good with the laughs. Um, I want to kind of go back on to Kyle's point, too. Um, when you just kind of said about the company A, company B, like Coca-Cola versus, like, Big 8. Like, um, obviously, Great example. Well, right? but you know what it... But, to uh, to counter your point, um, you said how co it's going to mean more to Coca-Cola to do that commercial, like they're willing to spend more. Um, I don't. I agree with you, but on the devil's advocate side of it, I disagree because I feel like for us to do some produce something that we could produce for Coca-Cola and produce that for Big Eight, that company is going to value that a lot more than what Coca-Cola is because Coca-Cola is doing that like in five other different areas, whereas. I don't. I just that was just like a thought that I had on on what your example was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just thought I was just thinking about like if you produce the exact same thing, like it's going to translate into more money, more sales for Coca-Cola versus Big Eight. So it's like the same work is more valuable to one versus the other. But I also get what you're saying. Like obviously, something that's high quality, well produced, like a good good advertisement, is going to be very valuable right. to the smaller company yeah. as well. Which yeah. Is, 100% true. I was just thinking purely like yeah. monetarily. For sure. Um, I just wanted you to kind of elaborate on that. It was there always, we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you guys want to do a Big 8 commercial with the lime pop and have like a party pizza, I'm in. That's <laughs> Say it less. Where's eh? the best place lemonade. to do Lemonade. I'm going Big 8 Lemonade, man. <laughs> Greco, man. Greco? Like, like think of think of all the, think of those Cape Breton classic birthday parties. You get the Greco party the pizza. Party pizza. And Every hockey the, trip. And you, the, hockey trips, yeah. and you get the lime big ace. When the I think, orange when I think big lime big ace. <laughs> when I think Greco, or Greco's, I picture like waking up at like three in the morning in a hotel room on like a hockey trip when you're like 13 years old, just eating all the leftover big pizza because you yeah. have this huge pizza in your room. Yeah. That's the, but we've had, uh, I won't even speak, we had com 
we've our house we've been hard on the party pizzas as of late, and we had a shitty experience on the last one that we did. So now it just spoiled. We're just off the Greco That's train. That's too bad, Greco. What's the Cape Bre- like Cape Breton's famous for pizza? What's the What's oh. the best pizza going? Yeah, to Cape Breton? yeah. Because my my parents are from Sydney Mines and Florence. Okay. So I'm like right in that area. <laughs> What and that's the, what I've heard is Kenny's. I have, is, an, is, I have is a the thought, place to be, but, but I'm interested to hear right. what you have to say. I'm a pizza guy. Let's <laughs> let's get let's set let's let's okay. set that okay. straight. Okay. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> More importantly, though, Cape Breton pizza is completely different. I mean, I think that kind of happens. Like I know, like Pictou County is known for their pizza. You know, Halifax has its own pizza kind of going on, mm-hmm. but Cape Breton pizza is like, to me, is like a greasy. Greasy oh, yeah. pizza. Oh, yeah. I don't know what what's going on with it. I don't know how it. I don't know how it's come. I don't know if they've all just met. If all the pizza people met up in the woods and talked about it, <laughs> had a fire and like worked it out. I don't know what they did, but they've got it down. Obviously, one of the big ones is Kenny's. Kenny's, and now it's in Halifax. So is it the same experience in Halifax? No, no, no. The smell is different in Halifax. <laughs> Not the pizza, just the smell. Just, okay. And that's part of the experience. It is, yeah. It, is, um, yeah. it really is. But, you know, I remember as a kid, like, in high school, there was a Kenny's Pizza in North Sydney, so you'd, you'd bomb in your car up to North Sydney mm-hmm. and grab a slice at lunch. Um, Napoli Pizza in Sydney is another big one. Okay, yeah. Which, but not being from Sydney, I don't eat Napoli as much, right. but I love Napoli. Okay. But then the two pizza spots, there's more than two pizza spots in Sydney. There's two pizza spots in Sydney Mines, but then there's some other pizza spots around. But like, so there's Papa J's and then Princess Pizza. So is Papa J's like Papa John's or is it Papa J's? No, it's Papa J's. Just J, no on. No on. Just J. Okay, okay. And then there's, but I, I used to eat Princess Pizza like once a week. Once a week. Like yeah. every weekend. Friday, know. Friday comes around. We're getting pizza for for supper. I love that the pizza question was the thought provoking one. Well, we got. I mean, I, I'm thinking of. Were you thinking Jane's? Were you a Jane's uh, guy? Jane's was probably number three. Okay. Uh, we always get Munchies, which is probably like right one the of corner. the greasier places on the planet, but <laughs> unbelievable. Very greasy, very delicious, and then greasy in all uh, the right ways. Bianchini's. Oh yeah, North Sydney. In North Sydney yeah. is also a, a favorite of my family. I I love all of those. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Munchies is you, when you said greasy, I was like, wow, that's yeah. to a T. Yeah, <laughs> but it's find, so good. It's yeah, so pr- good. Princess is very much like Munchies in that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Man, um, awesome. I've heard we, lots of Kenny's. Kenny's has been the big the big push. I've Kenny's heard. Yeah. Is, they seem I, like, I like well, Kenny's. they are they're kind of franchising a bit now, right? Yeah. Like, well, they they've got one in in Annie Ganesh, so I think mm. you know anyone that goes to X and yeah. We've played in, we've played at Piper's. Yeah. About, yeah, not not at Piper's, but at the Golden okay. X in, at yeah. the X Inn or whatever. Yeah. Um, we've played there a few times, and it's like every time I finish, I'm like, I got it. I know that the wheels right there. <laughs> no, but, the wheel. Wheel. But not, but no. then Kenny's is right there, and yeah. Kenny's is just so close to home. And Big you time. you know being living in Halifax now, I'm like, I'm almost I'm halfway home. I might as well just get a slice of Kenny's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And not bother crossing the causeway. <laughs> <laughs> Settle for a slice. No, is, yeah. yeah. What a question. Yeah. yeah. So deep dive with Michael Lloyd. <laughs> Not deep dish. A deep, deep dive. Deep dive. <laughs> gonna, you and Portnoy should do a... I already know that. that we're going to be clipping that one and throwing it out there. So that the, get, get the so Cape Breton news talking, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, there's <laughs> definitely some heated debate there, I would say. The yeah. People are pretty... 
Pretty picky. I think there was a. I think there was something going on, on like a, a Facebook meme account for a while that they were doing like a, a pizza, a pizza comparison thing. Really? Uh, yeah, for like Cape Breton. Like a tournament, Breton. like a. Yeah, for Cape Breton only though. Yeah, okay. well, I mean, it really, like Riley said, it's. I'll find you know, it. I'll send it to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. If the they get an event going, let, it, let us know. They don't need it some media coverage because that sounds like something I can get behind. <laughs> the pizza, <laughs> pizza, pizza battle, the pizza jamboree of Cape Breton. Oh, I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> Great. I don't think I had any other so big good. questions. Yeah, Cape Breton, really man. Cape Breton. I didn't grow up there, but it's got a, such a big place in my heart. My yeah. visiting there is, is awesome. I, you know, it's 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 a I great grew up spot. With your cousin. People are awesome. Yeah, he yeah. he. Uh, yeah, I got the inside scoop on one of your first music videos. We weren't able to find it on the internet. But, <laughs> and you uh, can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't. I, he, he wiped it, but I think the theme might have been Kraft Dinner and, and Kool Aid. Maybe it was. Oh, there was so much going was, on. Uh, oh, you're doing yeah, some, de- some the, homework. The some, some well, deep my, dive. Yeah, he grew up next, right next door to my cousin, so yeah. I got the scoop. Um, but, I mean, it's crazy. He's, not even, he's not even acknowledging From that. The, he's <laughs> like, this is a dark time that in my doesn't life. Exist, yeah. Is this where I can tune in my selective ear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that? I yeah. yeah no, oh, your mic uh, stopped working, Colin. I didn't hear you. Weird. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's funny to see. Uh, we've, I mean, Riley and I have both had similar completely different field but very similar experience where like we think back to the first piece of video content that we made and it's almost like cringy right it's like oh yeah i can't believe i did this but the fact that we were willing all willing to put ourselves out there at 10 10 years old and to do something that like nobody was doing and and just doing it for the love of it the fun of it it, it's cool and and i think it and, you know, it makes sense that we've all ended up here at this point. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's Dirty Nelly's at 10 o'clock well, on a Wednesday. A, I mean, there's no drinks on the table, <laughs> no, so, so do early. Yeah. Yeah. Do I know, this is the longest I've been in this establishment yeah. with Oda Pickleback, I think. Well, so. you know, it's 17 minutes to 12, so it might be time for It's almost whiskey time. It's almost food. whiskey I don't time. Know. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you what do you think? No, I think that's that was an awesome. That was an awesome chat. Like, yeah, I think I'm, I, I'm glad you came on. Yeah. And it's, it's something that's, I feel like not a lot of musicians are going on podcasts like at least locally yeah. um and it's it's something that i wanted to kind of dive into a little yeah. bit more and yeah. more well, about thank, you and, and thanks for having me it's uh it's it's different to uh for for me too to, to do a podcast have you done one before we did one don't name I drop think, don't name drop it i think, but. I think we did, well we did one with the band yeah in alberta i think okay okay again everything was online and this is like the first. This is the first in-person interview right. and podcast I've had in uh, in a very long time. Awesome. So. Interview, awesome. We're journalists. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm a journalist. Well, uh, all, all of my like radio interviews have been on the phone. It's yeah. like I haven't got to like, yeah. walk in and. It's not quite hey. the same, right? It's not the same. It's nice uh, to have some rapport as yeah. well. Yeah, and like it's awesome for people to get a face, like a face to your yeah. to your yeah. voice, right? Like to get an understanding of. Of who you are and yeah. how you got to be, right? It's, it's kind of what this is all about. It's just yeah. showing that everybody has a similar story, but not everyone has the same story. So it's yeah. fun to, to deep dive, learn more about Cape Breton pizza, and yeah. keep going from there. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, I, that sort of wraps it up for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, uh, Mike. We just want to give you a chance to to plug. Uh, what's your week look like? Where can people find you, sort of Wednesday through Sunday? Funny you say Wednesday through Sunday. Monday, Monday and Tuesday is my. Uh, We're on the weekend. My weekends. Right now. Um, 
Wednesday, I Wednesday every Wednesday I play at Kai Brady's. Yeah. Um, and that's like, I think it's nine to one now. Mm -hmm. Time, times have changed. Check, check out the Instagram. Check out my Instagram. I always post uh, the times that I'm playing. Thursday, Friday, Saturday could be a variation of who knows where. Um, you know, I play here a lot at Dirty Nellies. Play up at Stubborn Goat, up the up the hill there. Um, play over over the walk across the bridge <laughs> over at uh, Finbar's quite a bit um, we do, do you know again we travel too so we'll be back at Fredericton at Dolan's this this year Dolan's what a spot yeah great spot what a spot but then on, on Sundays I'm I'm uh, I'm here at Dirty Nellies every Sunday now and it's a it's our, our garrison night so six dollar pints of garrison every Sunday from uh, from 10 to 1 while I'm playing and could be worse the, the good times the good times come along with it all right awesome. that's awesome man well thank you so much for for coming on with us and uh i think it might be time to get a couple of smoke burgers into us something and something spicy. maybe a, a cold pint that's right continue your weekend all right guys <laughs> thanks Mike. Thank, appreciate thank it. you hold it no, that was awesome dude. thank you, you. Oh, that was great. Awesome. 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 Awesome.